Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lori Palau is a mom, professional organizer, and founder of Simply Be Organized. Welcome to This Organized Life, where each week she'll share practical tips even the most disorganized person can follow. Struggling with clutter? Looking for the best products to keep you organized? You've come to the right place. Here's your host, organizing expert, Lori Palau. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of This Organized Life. I am your host, Lori Palau, joined by Erica Goodyear. Good morning. How are you? Are you? I'm great. My goodness, time is flying by. This is such a good month for guests. We have so many good guests on our show. It's this exciting. Month. Yeah, I know, I know. But before we like dive into today's guest, who you know I'm super excited for, we do have a question from our audience, and today's question comes from Courtney, who wrote us on Facebook, and she wants to know the best calendar for managing multiple schedules. So. You know, I don't believe in a one-size-fits-all. Yes, I agree. I Except think you, you didn't like it when I used the paper. Well, I'm <laughs> not. I think we need to, like, move into the 21st century. I know. I, because do, I do the calendar now. I know. You've, and you've color come, code my kids and all that. I know. You're so good. I've come so far. I know. <laughs> I mean, I think ultimately, Courtney, you have to do what's going to work for you. Yeah. I, but as a mom who balances my kids' schedules, my work schedule, my personal schedule, I think anything that you can share and sync and edit is super important. Um, I use Google Cal. Um, it syncs with my iPhone calendar, so you can use that. A lot of people are big fans of Cozy. That's C-O-Z-I. I personally don't use Cozy for no other particular reason other than the fact that I've just been using Google Cal and I love it. So if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. um, and some people do like paper calendars, and I'm not saying that they're bad. I just find that they aren't as, you know, versatile. You can lose them. It's yes. a lot harder it did to take edit. It a while, but I, I moved. You did. I did. You did. And I think whatever calendar you're going to be using, I think you just need to ask yourself three important questions. The ease of retrieval, how easy it is for you to get it when you need it. Um, the ease of editing. I know as a mom, like 
my kids' schedules change. Practices get changed. I know when you work, a lot of times meetings will get changed. So you just want to make it easy to edit. And also, who needs to access it? You know, family calendars, when you have multiple people, paper calendars, hard to do that. You know, you it's an extra step other than, you know, if you have a digital calendar, you can just share it with your spouse, your kids, whatever, your coworkers. So I think you just need to ask yourself those three questions. And there's a lot of great resources out there. But personally, I'm a big Google Cal fan. So thank you very much for your question, Courtney. And if you have a question for us, please connect with us on social media um, or email us at simplybeorganized. You can connect with us right from our website. Or join our Facebook group, This Organized Life, and your question may be featured on an upcoming episode. Well, today's guest is somebody that I'm super excited about. I've talked about um, Evernote quite a bit on the show as one of my favorite apps. I've written about it, blogged about it. Um, Even if you go back to, I was looking through our archives, Erica, and it was like episode eight or nine when Mm -hmm. we had Neen James on. Yes. And we were talking about increasing productivity. And I talked about how Evernote revolutionized my world. Well, today we're joined by Joshua Zirkel, and he's Evernote's Director of Customer Education and Community. And he's responsible for helping people learn how to use Evernote along with managing the people and programs that bring Evernote to communities around the world. Josh is the author of the books Evernote at Work and Integrate Evernote, and has been featured in Bloomberg Businessweek, National Public Radio, CBS News, ABC News, the San Francisco Chronicle, Examiner, Online Organizing, among many others. Although he doesn't consider himself freakishly organized, Josh does admit to spending some of his free time alphabetizing his comic books. It must be something with a name, because I have a Josh who's a comic book person, too. Let's welcome Josh to the show. Hi, Josh. Hey. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. You bet. when um, and Erica knows, I was like, I we have to get someone from Evernote to come on the show because I am. Yes. Such. People ask me all the time. You can like, sell it yourself. I, <laughs> because it changed my life. Yes. Years ago when I started my business. And I tell people this all the time. I mean, I've got notebooks for every single client that I see. I have notebooks for each of my kids for Christmas. I've got my holiday menu notebook. Like I have my Thanksgiving so I can look at, oh, what did I make last year? What did mm-hmm. I make the year before? Makes it easy. When we go on vacation, I have our checklist. I share the notes with my kids. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> this is what I like hearing. Thank you for keeping me employed. Yes. Well, I... um I definitely, you know, everyone who listens to my show or follows me on social media, like if I find something, whether it's a product or service that saves me time and reduces my stress, I just want to share it with everybody. And Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's how I came to actually work at Evernote. I don't know if, if you or your listeners know, but I was a professional organizer before I joined Evernote. I was a productivity consultant specifically. I read that. I read yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. So I was one of the first certified professional organizers in the country, actually. And so one of the things that I did with a lot of my clients is I showed them, as I'm sure you're familiar with as well, different ways of getting organized. And the only tool that I ended up teaching every single one of my clients because it was so versatile is Evernote. And I ended up teaching so many people how to use it. And I wrote a couple books, as you mentioned, that the company took notice. And eventually they created their advocacy and ambassador program with me as the first person in it. 
That's and awesome. eventually they're just like, we need you to do what you're doing out in the world, but here with us. So that's how I came to here working at Evernote now is, you know, actually working with people in the world, seeing how Evernote was actually being put to use and helping them do that more and better in their own worlds. And do you find, because I, what I see with a lot of people is I deal with a lot of people who are just like tech phobic and the, just mm-hmm. the whole fear of the unknown. And I try to explain to them, you know, and Erica is a prime candidate because she has come so far in the five years that she's worked with me. But I, you know, to me, the ease of retrieval of what, you know, being able to have these notebooks at your fingertip, these notes, and just searching by a keyword. Like it's, it's like life changing when you think about the amount of time that you spend and the increased stress and what you're looking for. Not to mention the the reduction in paper clutter, you know, which is a huge stress point. Um, yeah, I I think people. that those are some of the things that people really really latch onto when they're getting started with Evernote is this concept of. Wherever I happen to have information, whether it's things I capture from the web using the web clipper when I'm doing research or browsing on the internet, or if it's all those papers that are like scattered around my desk or my countertop or in my bag or purse or briefcase, like taking pictures of those with Evernote, mm-hmm. just getting them in one spot. Like as an organizer, one of the things we try to do is collect like things together and keep them in places that make sense. And One of the reasons why I really gravitated towards Evernote initially is that concept of let me get all my stuff into one place. Mm -hmm. But that's really the first piece of it. The second place is what you mentioned, the retrieval. And the thing that I found that people really respond to is this concept of I'm creating a search engine of my stuff. Not all the stuff that's on the Internet, but my stuff. And being able to like be on your phone and type in a keyword and find your kids like school calendars or activity calendars or being at the market and being able to pull up the recipe for all the stuff you made at Thanksgiving and find those ingredients when you need them, all of that stuff is super handy. And you're no longer tethered to one spot to find that information or have it scattered somewhere where you can't retrieve it. And the thing that I I think that's such a valid point, but what I find so interesting is it's so easy to use. Like I know it sounds cliched, but literally like with the click of a button, there's the web clipper, you know, can you just talk to, I'm sure there are some listeners that are out there that are completely unfamiliar. So can you just give a top line overview about how Evernote works and some of the most, you know, popular features so that people that have never tried it can feel like they're somewhat familiar with it? Yeah, absolutely. If you're unfamiliar with Evernote, it's a place where you can, whether you're by yourself or with a team, whatever your team might look like, your family or people at work or your clients, it's a place for you to capture, collect, nurture, and share anything that's important to you, any of your ideas, your work, your projects in any form and then access them wherever you happen to be. So for instance, as we've been talking about, you can capture all sorts of information, whether it's things from the web or paper documents or electronic things like PDFs. Put them in Evernote where you can organize them as much or as little as you'd like and then find them really easily just by typing in a keyword. So some of the ways this plays out is you know, if you're working on a project, maybe like planning a trip with your family, you can browse destination information on the Internet, capture it to Evernote using the Web Clipper, which is an extension for your browser, where it takes not just a bookmark of the web page, but the contents of the web page and permanently stores it in Evernote. Once you have like your travel confirmation for like your flights or your trip or your hotel, you can forward those from your email into Evernote. 
once you're traveling and you have like receipts or things that you pick up from the different places you are, you can take your phone using Evernote, the app on your device. You can take pictures of all of those receipts or pieces of paper. Then you're collecting all of this in Evernote where it becomes like a searchable database. So that concept of anytime, anywhere capture and then retrieval is really what's core to Evernote. I think most people are really surprised by the ability to just capture anything, really any type of information, and then find it with just a keyword, even handwritten things. So for instance, for me, in meetings, I often handwrite my notes, and then I take a picture afterwards in Evernote, and Evernote makes my handwriting searchable you, without you, me having to do any extra work. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Do you use that no. special, because my husband's a big, he likes to write, he's a digital guy, like he does digital media for a living, so we're, he's yeah. very tech savvy, but he likes journals and he goes, he's in a ton of meetings, and he likes to actually physically write things down, but mm-hmm. there's... I don't know, is it Moleskin that makes it? You have that, there's that special Evernote that like captures the handwriting. Do you know what I'm talking about? Am I articulating it correctly? I've never used it. So that's an area that I don't know a lot about. Yeah. So Evernote, regardless of whether you use a special notebook or not, when you take a picture of a handwritten note, Evernote makes it searchable. So any piece of paper, whether it's a post-it note or handwriting on the back of an envelope oh, it doesn't have to be that special paper pen it, thing? It does, it does not. If oh. you use that special notebook, it is made by Moleskin. There's an Evernote series by Moleskin. Yes. Basically, yes. what that lets you do is when you use those special notebooks, you can specify when you take a picture using the Evernote app of those journals. Right. It'll automatically organize it for you into notebooks that you specify. So it saves you a step of having to organize it. Oh. But it doesn't, it doesn't actually make it any more searchable than if you wrote it on oh. a piece of paper. See, I learned something new. Look at that. Okay, yeah. well, that's good to know. Because, yeah, we were in, I was in New York with my husband, and we were in the Moleskin store, and I saw that. I was like, oh, and then I never did anything with it because I'm not a paper <laughs> person. I, I mean, I do paper when I have to, but I just like to have everything. Because, again, like when I'm meeting with a client, I will take notes in Evernote, and then that way I can just have it and then easily convert those notes into a proposal. You know, it's mm-hmm. so much easier for me than having to handwrite it and then, you know, recreate it. So, yeah, I think that's one of the things that's interesting about Evernote is, you know, one of the things our customers really wanted was this bridge between the digital and the analog world. Mm-hmm. And so essentially we declared a ceasefire in the war on paper that a lot of <laughs> like digital companies are trying to foster. Right. So one of the things that we do is that ability to you know, if you like handwriting and that's more comfortable for you than taking notes like digitally by like typing them into your phone or on your computer, do it your way. Like make right. your notes yours. And it's interesting, especially for students, a lot of recent research has shown that students who take notes on laptops actually perform more poorly than those who handwrite their notes. So handwriting your notes, especially in meetings or in class settings, can actually be better for you in terms of managing the information in your mind, but recording those notes, taking pictures of them in Evernote helps you keep them and organize them for posterity. So you actually get the best of both. Oh, that's a great, because I have a 17-year-old and a 14-year-old, so I have two high schoolers. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's great because I'm always trying to like use this to-do app and use it. Like there's all these apps out there and, you know, sometimes they, sometimes they listen to me and sometimes they're just like, okay, mom enough, you know, um, they're tired of drinking my Kool-Aid. But I think that's great because 
you know, I notice, I mean, and they do so much these days on, you know, their devices are school. We have a bring your own device so that everyone has a, has a computer. Mm -hmm. Um, But she, my older daughter specifically, like she does, she likes to handwrite things a lot as much as she, you know, does type things directly into her tablet or computer or whatever. But she, she definitely does like to to handwrite them. So I think, is that more of a trend that you see with more and more students? I think the the trend is that everyone is supposed to have a device and bring it with them to class, especially at the college level. Mm -hmm. But what the studies have shown is that when you have a device, especially one where you can type, and if you're a fast typist, you often end up taking notes that are essentially a transcript of what's being said to you. Whereas if you handwrite your notes, it requires you to synthesize the information and put it in your own words because you can't typically handwrite as quickly as you can type. Uh So it requires you to do this sort of uh, mental shorthand of what's been said. And by doing that, you're integrating the information in a different way. And so handwriting notes may actually be better. However, you lose that searchability unless you capture it with something like Evernote. So my recommendation for someone who really likes taking notes by hand and feels more comfortable that way doing it is continue doing so, but just make it searchable by taking a picture of it in Evernote and having it for posterity afterwards. That is awesome. I think that's I think that's huge. So we're I actually I'm gonna um probably ask you to come back for a second episode. We're gonna probably split this episode into two episodes because I still have a lot more that I wanna cover. Um so hopefully you're okay with that. Um because I, I do wanna talk to you about a few other things. But before we wrap up today, can you just tell a little bit about how um you see Evernote adapting in this landscape, like we're in this 24-7 world. And I want to, you know, as apps are changing, as they're evolving, what do you see um, some like a, just a couple and maybe touch on one of them and then we can follow some of the other ones in our in our next episode. But, you know, differentiating yourselves. There's so many people like we were talking at the beginning of the show about there's different calendar apps and there's different apps for this. You know, why Evernote? You know, I know why I like it, but why Evernote? What are you guys doing differently that other people aren't? That's a really good question. And you're right in that there are tons and tons of productivity apps. We're one of many and many great ones, to be completely fair. I think what makes us really different, there's a couple of things. One, we don't build anything other than Evernote. We're not one of the other players in the field where they also have a suite of Office apps and calendar apps and Word document apps that they're trying to really sell you. We have nothing else to sell you. Uh-huh. So we're, we're trying to make the best productivity tool possible because that's the only thing that we do. Uh-huh. And I think that in and of itself gives us a lot of freedom and flexibility to really focus and listen to what customers tell us they need to be their most productive selves, whether that's at home, at school, at work, wherever they happen to be. So I think the biggest differentiator for us is really that ability to listen to what our customers need and build the thing that will be most impactful for them. Because we're not trying to do anything other than that. We're not selling your data. We're not doing anything other than bringing you a productivity tool. And I think for us, that gives us the ability to really focus 
and not split our focus amongst the zillion other things we're trying to sell you. I think that's great. And I think it's so important. I'm a, I'm a big person about like be in your lane, know your niche and do it well, you know, as opposed to being, you know, a little bit of everything and not had it, you know, heading into the depth. But I'm going to put, um, we're going to put a little pause on, on this and we're going to resume our conversation next week because we're almost out of time. But I just want to tell all of our listeners, um, that are out there. If you are not already subscribed to Evernote, to definitely go um, and check it out. Um, Go there. We're going to be having a coupon code, but I'm going to save it for the next episode so that I know that you guys will go and listen to our next episode. But if we, um, if you haven't already picked up a copy of our book, uh, The Hot Mess, there is a lot of different information about Evernote in the book. Um, So definitely pick that up. If you like this episode, please take a moment to leave us a review. Believe it or not, it really does help other people find us. And if you click the subscribe button in iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, new episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device each week, so you will never miss an episode. So stay tuned for next week's episode with Josh, part two, where we'll be uh, chatting a little bit more about Evernote and uh, Josh's own productivity struggles and successes. Thanks so much. This is Lori Palau. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to This Organized Life. If you like what you just heard, please share this podcast. Want free checklists and articles to help you get organized? Visit simplybeorganized.com. That's simply the letter B, organized.com. Simplybeorganized.com. We hope you'll join us next week for another edition of This Organized Life. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman, socialmedia.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 